are going to go straight into the word of God. The, the Lord has something for us to bless us to hear his word. Um, let's go into prayer, Heavenly Father. We are giving you all the glory and all the honor, all the praise this day. Your word said, this is the Lord, that, the day that you have made, we shall rejoice and be glad in you. We ask and usher in your presence, your power, your anointing to move mildly and strongly into this broadcast. Lord, all that this message is reaching to, Lord, we are lifting everyone into your hands. We ask for your mercy and your grace to locate each and everyone, that you will, your spirit and your anointing and your power will move through this message to bless the lives of those that this message is rich in this hour. We ask, Lord, for a hearing heart. Lord, let your spirit bless us this morning, this afternoon, with a hearing heart. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. I have a way. We are continuing the series dealing with authors, and I started that um, last Sunday. So um, as the foundation to help you understand where we're coming from with this message, um, first lady, could you uh, show us how we could assess uh, last week's uh, message on I the iPod? Oh. Yes, Mr. yes. Um, if you go to lightwaychurch.com and click on podcast, there you can download the messages from Lightway Church of God in Christ. Yeah, so um, you subscribe. Okay, so you could uh, get the uh, beginning of this series, the part one, it's very important. So this is part two, dealing with altars and uh, uh, subtitle, Rephidim, Rephidim, where God stands. Rephidim, where God stands. Beloved, the first battle that Israelites experienced was with the Amalekites, was with a nation called Amalekites. Why? Because they have heard about how great God has moved in the lives of the Israelites and realize that they were a chosen people. When God brought the people of Israel out of Egypt, there were nations around. There were, that was not the only nation. There were a people around. There were other nations around. And they heard what God has done with the Israelites. They knew it, so their, their plan was to stop this nation from becoming who God has chosen them to be and what God was trying to do in their life. Beloved, to obtain God's glory. Every evil author speaking against you is operating in the same way to stop you in the trash on your way to receive the blessings of God. What do we see around us? A typical example. Coronavirus has become the Amalekite of the day. Hallelujah. Beloved, any attack now you might be experiencing is because of who you are to become in the future. Who you are as a child of God. Just to remind you, as you go through any experience of difficulty, trial, challenge, tough times, tribulation, Remember, you are a child of God. Beloved, let us identify with our position in God as children of God so that we can draw from God's power 
over our life to fight the good fight of faith. When you are going through trouble, notice that you are a child of God. When you have that mindset, you will be able to draw from the power of God that is over your life to fight the good fight of faith. Remember that every battle we are faced with in life is a fight of faith. And Paul said, he who fights a good fight of faith wins. Your faith will give you victory. And faith is trusting and believing in God as you go through. Beloved, in all you do, acknowledge God. Acknowledge God in all you do. When Moses noticed that as he lifted up his hands, the people of Israel were gaining victory over the Amalekites, what did he do? He realized that God was fighting the battle on their behalf. So he called Moses and Hor, a young man called Hor. These were two young men, Hor, H-U-R. And Moses sat down and they held his hand up, which means God was fighting the battle through the people of Israel. They acknowledged God. He acknowledged God. And he held his hand with the rod, the staff, as I described as Moses' rod has become an altar that contacted the spirit and the power of God. And they held the rod up to give them victory over the wall. Beloved, since they acknowledge God, they experience his glory and power, leading them to victory over a nation that probably have been fighting war, has experienced and the tactics, the qualities, the skills, the strategy to fight war. They experience victory over the enemy. Identify with the move of God in your life. Identify with the move of God in your life. Many of us, we cannot identify with the move of God in our lives so that we can walk in faith. When you identify what God is doing in your life, it gives you the ability to walk in faith, to trust and believe in God as you go through the valley of the shadow of death. Walking in faith will produce a mindset that let us know that God will do exactly what his word says. God will do exactly what he has promised us. He will do exactly what he says he will do based on his word in our lives. The altar Moses built confirmed the promises of God to destroy the Amalekites. He says, I will destroy these people. And he did use them to destroy them. He said, write it down to remember you guys, I should build and go on the future to be a nation that I had promised not to let these Amalekites live. And there's an issue that happened with Saul, but there's a whole message on this one. And so my question is, what are you doing as a believer to acknowledge God? What are you doing as a believer to acknowledge God in your life? Our lifestyle speaks more of who we are in God than what we share. Our lifestyle portrays who we are in God than what we say. 
We work by faith and not by sight. We work by our trust and our believing God and not what we see, what we hear, uh, what our five senses does for us when we go through tough times. God is looking for a free spirit to use. But many of us, we are in conflict. Our heart and our spirit is in conflict between faith and doubt and between good and bad. A free spirit attracts the spirit of God. This is why many of us, we cannot experience the presence of God in our lives. Many of us cannot experience the presence of God in our lives. Everybody had somewhere. Everybody has somewhere. You might give others another chance because what well, you were given another chance. You were given another chance. And that is why you are here today watching this broadcast or listening to me. That is why you can eat freely. That is why you could walk. That is why you could sit. That is why you could talk. That is why your sight could see. That is why you could drink, use the bathroom freely. Because what? Many that have lived more right than you, remember, are dead. There are many people that live more of a righteous lifetime than us, but they are dead. If you remember this, then this will destroy evil altars that are spiritually working against you. Let's look at Luke chapter 10, verse 27. Luke chapter 10, verse 27. It says, love God with all your heart, your strength, your spirit, and your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. So you can love anybody else than how your love is with God. You have to love God first, and then you will gain the ability, the grace to be able to love people around you, to be able to love challenging people, to be able to love people that are difficult to be loved. You have to first draw from the love of God first. This is what the scripture is telling us. And Matthew chapter 5, verse 44 to 48. Can you read that? Matthew chapter 5, verse 44 to 48. I'm describing a lifestyle that will set your spirit free. A lifestyle that will give you victory over darkness building up in your heart. A lifestyle that will give the devil control over your spirit that will prevent the devil from gaining control over your spirit so that your spirit will attract the spirit of God to work great and mighty things in your life. Pray for those that persecute you. Mm -hmm. Love them. And God will fight your battles for you. Amen. But beloved, God's word promised that he will give us a heart of flesh, a heart of flesh. Jeremiah chapter 4, 24, verse 7. He said, I will give them a heart to know me, a heart to know me, understanding fully that I am the Lord, mm -hmm. and they will be my people, yes. and I will be their God, mm -hmm. for they will return to me with their whole heart, mm -hmm. not just talking a talk of God, mm -hmm. but a heart is not in place where God wants your heart to be. Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 40, he says, I will make 
an everlasting covenant with them that I will do them good and not turn away from them. And I will put in your heart a fear and reverential eye of me so that they will not turn away from me. God's spirit in us makes us one with him. The purpose of some of the reason why God put his spirit in us is so that we could be one with him. Hallelujah. God placed his spirit within man so he could be one with him. The influence of any evil altars, any darkness in us is a result of a stony heart, lack of compassion, and love. But a place the devil could use to achieve his will and his plan. Remember, the devil also needs a human spirit to operate. Yes. As God's spirit needs a human spirit to operate, the devil needs a human spirit to operate mm -hmm. in this world. And that is how spiritually God set it up. That is the legal way of getting access in this world, spiritually. Jeremiah, John chapter 17, verse 21, it said that they all may be one just as Jesus prayed this prayer before he left earth, that his disciples may be one, so that as him and the Father are one, that they also may be one in us, so that the world may believe without any doubt that you sent me. So the Spirit of God is achieved this purpose in a believer's life. God's Spirit reveals His will and teaches us His ways. God's Spirit in us reveals His ways and teaches us His will. That is the reason God placed His Spirit in us. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, Shredner, stand by to help us. That is the description of the Spirit of God, what the Spirit of God does. Amen. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me, Jesus speaking, and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things, and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit gives grace and power to obey God's laws, which is the word of God. You cannot obey the word of God unless the spirit of God is in you and gives you the ability to do so. Hallelujah. Amen. Exodus chapter 19, verse 5. Exodus chapter 19, verse 5. It says, Now therefore, if you will in fact obey my voice, God speaking to the people of Israel, and keep my commandment, my agreement, then you shall be my own special possession. Possess you. Then God's Spirit will possess you, will possess your heart, will possess your soul, will possess your mind, will possess your innermost being. God said, if you obey my word, hallelujah, glory be to the name of the Lord, then my Spirit will possess you. You will be mine totally, every part of you will belong to me. Isn't that what the devil's spirit is also trying to do? Is that not the same thing that the demonic forces are trying to do? Hallelujah. And then what? 
possession and treasure from among all peoples of the world. For all the earth is mine. Beloved, how do we achieve this? Therefore, we are to what? Raise godly altars through prayers. We are to raise godly altars through prayers. So that we promote what? Oneness with God. It is through our prayers that we could raise altars against the enemy's negative altars operating in our life through prayers, through spiritual battle and spiritual warfare, as we let the Spirit lead us in prayer. Beloved, since altars are a place of separation where we separate ourselves to God from curses, altars are a place of separation. So which means your lifestyle could be an altar. Your lifestyle, how you live your life, based on obeying the word of God, is an altar where you separate yourself from wickedness, from curses, unto God. Simply, your lifestyle, a place separating yourself from all this lifestyle, wickedness, that is a, a lifestyle contrary to the word of God, but then obey the word of God. This is the solution to bringing down evil altars, is that every genuine child of God must have a personal prayer altar, and every genuine Christian family must have a corporate prayer altar as your lifestyle. So you individually cultivating a prayer lifestyle and you as a family coming together to build one, a prayer altar as a lifestyle. This calls for the whole house coming together in prayer and what? Devotion for God. Families, this is where all this pandemic, this is what coronavirus have driven the world to. Now to the basics, to the family. Now families could live together, stay together, because uh, life is so much limited, not that many places to go. That will, will put the focus on God. That we will now come together in prayer and in devotion for God. And this what creates an atmosphere that God can come and reside in to shape the destiny of our families. When we do this, when we build this family altar in prayer and devotion, we create an atmosphere in our house. We drive the devil out of our house. We drive the devil out of our houses, out of our rooms. And now the, the presence of God is ushered in to come and reside in their homes. I remember the story of the woman that I just described at an evil altar building a house. Now the home could experience peace, could experience tranquility, could experience the love and the power and the presence and the glory of God. And this is what could transform and shape the destiny of our family. I mean, it's not asking for too much if you want to do it. Once a week we we'll do it. Just an hour, just 30 minutes. Once a week coming together as a family to pray. And if you watch uh, um, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, now we are on Zoom and we are what? 
bringing the families together wherever you are. You could get on Zoom and what make devotion. Hallelujah. Come and study the word of God. Jehovah Shabuah. Jehovah Shabuah. In our prayer today, we could learn how to pray by releasing angels, by releasing fighting angels in your prayer. You call on God by releasing fighting angels to bring that every established altar in your life and family by fire in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. What type of altars can we present to God? Every altars could we present to God to destroy in our prayers? Doing spiritual warfare as we call on fighting angels as we release the fire of God in the name of Jesus. Remember, you have, your prayer always have to be in the name of Jesus. What altar? Altars of sickness, disease, infirmity. Altars of bad news. Sometimes all you hear is bad news. Altars of disgrace. Satanic report. Things falling apart beyond repair. Sometimes it, it looks like we cannot get a hand on situations and, and, and our life is just falling apart on end, endlessly and we have no control over it. What evil spirit is speaking against your life? Altars that contact you through bad dreams, attaching your dreams, having sexual intercourse in your dreams, somebody coming to feed you, eating in your dreams, Somebody feeding you in their dreams is not a good dream, beloved. It is that demonic force that is doing that. And you realize that when you wake up, things fall apart. If there is a promise, it never comes true. If there is a blessing, you don't experience it. If somebody has promised you something, it don't come to pass. Just when you have that dream where you are eating, where somebody comes to feed you, you are eating at your enemy's table. But in your prayer, fighting these forces, the word of God in Psalm 23, it says, and thou shalt prepare a table. God will lay a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Hallelujah. Smoking, smoking stuff that need, don't need to be in your body. What power is over your life causing you to smoke, causing you not to be able to break this addiction of smoking, whatever it is, marijuana, weed smoking, everything you smoke, addictions of various kinds, demonic links are now. In Jesus' name, whatever you have lost, you pray and ask God to restore. Hallelujah. We thank God for his word as we I bring this message to an end. That is the prayer. I should watch this message over and over. Learn this prayer so that you could get together. And in your prayer time, you could do spiritual warfare, tearing these walls down, the demonic walls down in your life to gain the victory of God every area of life. Hallelujah. I can end by asking us to accept Christ in our heart. Hallelujah. This is uh, the purpose and the will of God for our lives. Yes. That we come to Christ. Mm -hmm. 
And these that I'm describing, this message is finding anything in your life that is pre preventing you from accepting Jesus, from accepting Christ, from walking with God, from establishing a deeper relationship with God. Hallelujah. You said, Pastor, I just stumbled over this message. I don't know Jesus Christ. This is the time to accept Christ. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord in John 10, 10 says, But the enemy cometh to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come so that you might have life, life here on earth, and eternal glory, eternal, obtaining eternal life. Because when you die, that is not the end of your life. You shall face judgment. You could Google that up in the word of God. There is judgment after death. And the question you're going to be asked is, what did you do with Jesus? Hallelujah. Everything playing around us is pointing to the fact that we need Christ in our life to obtain peace in this world of crisis. Hallelujah. If you want to accept Christ, and what that would do is to save you from going to hell. Hell is real and heaven is real. You could read for yourself Revelation chapter 20, verse 13 to 16, I believe. And you will have gained the word concerning all that we are talking about, that we need Christ in our life. If you have strayed from God, and it is the time to come home through this prayer, as you confess Christ as our leaders to accept Christ in our heart. Beloved, pray this prayer with me in this hour. If you want to accept Christ in your life, dear Jesus, dear Jesus I, thank you I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I believe that you are the Son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior. And I will serve you, Lord Jesus, for the rest of my life. As simple as that, if you pray this prayer with faith, believing in this prayer, I declare you saved. And angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your salvation today. Now your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. Yes. The word of the Lord in Revelation 20, verse 13 to 16 says, those are the day of judgment. Those are the second coming of Christ. Who, whose names are not found in the Lamb's book of life are heading to hell. With what? With Satan and his demons. All the stuff going on, all the demonic attacks, all that we are experiencing, <clears throat> attributing to the works of Satan, is that hell has enlightened itself, and Satan's time is taken, and he's winning so just as Jesus once asked to himself, Satan is also winning souls to be destroyed in hell with him. Beloved, you could look for us, let us hear from you that you were saved. Send us an email as um, our addresses and uh, the way to contact us comes on the screen of your medium of uh, watching us. And let us hear about you. Hallelujah, that you were saved. Also, we open the doors of our church online, inviting you to become a member of Lightweight Church of God online so that you will respond to our emails uh, and watch our broadcast 
And let God's word, as we present through this medium, bless, transform, change, and bring it to a place of spiritual maturity that you gain victory, peace, calmness, and tranquility in your life. Hallelujah. First lady, you could take us to the end. Amen. What a powerful Hallelujah. message. Amen. It's time of giving. God. So if you are giving something to God, wherever you are, you could lift it, lift it up as we, we pray the prayer of God over your seed and your offering and your tithe. Amen. Amen. Pastor, you want to go ahead and pray for the people as they are giving their, their tithes and their offerings. The way you can give is you go to Lightway Church. Dot com lightweightchurch.com click on donate and you can give Amen. there or you can do the modern way which i love text to give the number to text is 833-901-2082 833-901-2082 you will Amen. simply put the amount you want to give and press send once you enter the number at the top. Pastor, let's pray for Hallelujah. the people as they're giving. If you are giving offering seed tithes unto the Lord this hour, I want you to present it, lift it up wherever you are as I release the, these prayers. All right, Heavenly Father, your word said we should give and you will give unto us. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Press down running over, shaking together, would you cause men to give to our bosom whatever need that has been wrapped around this seed, this tithe, this offering that is being sowed in your kingdom through lightweight church of God in Christ to help others, to do your work, to touch lives, to evangelize, to bless many that you're sent to Contact Lightway Church. Lord, as you are blessing us, bless these that are given. Oh, Lord, let your word come to manifesting. Rebuke the devourer. Let them experience victory. Destroy sickness, disease, and infirmity. Profit at the marketplace. Hallelujah. Investment, profit. Amen. Business, profit. Visions coming to manifestation. Good jobs. Hallelujah. Promotion at the workplace. Pro promotion on the job. I pronounce this blessing over your finances. God, make a way where there's no way for, me, for you in your finances. God, meet you at the point of every need. I bind the devourer over your finances. I release the power of God that every satanic hand be destroyed over your finances. And the Lord send ministering spirits to cause your money to come, to cause every need met in every area of your life. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Now, just a couple announcements. Lightweight Church, we do have a prayer line where we meet every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Amen. and Friday at 9 a.m. Yes, the number we call is 515-603-5632. It's 515-603-5632. We meet at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we have seen God do some awesome amazing things in the lives of his people Amen. god is so amazing so as you come in come 
and encourage your faith. Amen. Mm. Activate your faith as you are coming. Come with a spirit of expectancy yes. as you are coming because we serve a mighty, awesome God, the God of impossibilities, the God of turnaround. So come and bring your friend, your neighbor, your enemy. Amen. Yes, yes. your enemy. Even they need the power of God in their lives and maybe they'll become a, a child of God themselves. Yeah, Amen. Yes, Amen. Powerful to turn everything around yes, to our favor. Yes. Remember well, that. Yes. It's been a blessing coming to you today in worship, praise, and with our spiritual food, the word of God. Um, Pastor, you have any announcements for me? Well, that's it. Until we meet again next Sunday, same time. God bless us. Keep watching us. God bless Amen. you.